Pow Kamakawa with your hosts, Andrew Gliner and Chris Ramos. Tonight, we cover Fear Agent by Rick Remender. Welcome back. Yes, Fear yes. Agent. Um, Fear Agent is a very science fiction love tribute to sci-fi. Yeah, like it picks up on the old, um, I guess, traditional sci-fi aspect of like man is running into every monster out in the right. universe. Sort of like Star Trek in a way. Uh, he's very set in exploring, but then also brings like the bounty hunter-isms of like Star Wars and things like, like that. Buck Rogers and Buck, stuff. Yeah, sure, yeah, <laughs> the classic old school um, sci-fi, you know, little tributes in there and things like that. But um, it's a really cool story. I, I really, I think we both like Fear Agent. Um, and this was like, I've I've read some recommender stories, but such as Black Science, which was similar to uh, Fear Agent, but it was very grandioso, um, bigger than life, bigger multiverse jumping and all this that, which is cool. Um, but I think this is a little more grounded, yeah, comparatively. Well, and that that's a yeah, and it follows. I think what people are like, it's almost like an Indiana Jones in yes, space, right? I believe, like, yeah. Way to say that. Mm -hmm. That drinks. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> so it, you know, the other part of it too is, I think that the the podcast in general, you know, we are we have been talking a lot about what indie comics are. We've been talking about what mainstream comics are, and, and I think there's just I don't know, there's just some gems out there that are considered indie comics. As popular right. as they've become, they're still not some of the main publishers. Sure, know? and especially as big of a writer and creator as Rick Remender, um, his own like creator-owned stuff is really good as well. Yeah, so this is um, published by Dark Horse Comics, and um, Dark Horse is a lot like Image or any of the other sort of indie uh, uh, print, printers and publishers, you kind of have to pitch it to them and say, this is my deal. And then they'll say, all right, well, it's creator owned stuff, you know, and um, they have since collected Fear Agent into um, some really nice editions, hardcover editions, of course, so we always try to Yes, uh, if you can find the hardcover editions. Da, da, We're really da, da. bad at like promoting <laughs> ones that are like out of print. <laughs> <laughs> because we love the stories. Yeah. And so, yes, um, Ramos, you read those in the hardcover library editions. Yeah, and the library editions are oversized and then some. You know, they're just they're they're taller. They're like twelve and a half inches tall as sure. far as volumes go. Um, and there's two of them, and they came out years ago, and then um, yeah, sort around, of got around a, 2012, 2012 and twenty fourteen. Yeah, and they got like a little uh, a following going on. You know, it was sort of like one of those. Um, B films that people are like all of a sudden really into it. Maybe they didn't yes. do good when it first came out, but then people are like, this is great. Right. So the, so the volumes that they collected um, again, dark horse makes some great, great uh, collected editions. I mean, they yeah. really, they do really nice, like glossy covers and, and interior designs and art. And they have plenty of stories and forwards and you know extras sketches and, and extras in the back so absolutely it's quite the volume to have in in even reading especially through even like that's very a chunky one too yeah like it's got a lot collected in it i think i have the page count it's almost 500 it's like pages. Four, 480 yeah and the second edition or the second volume i should say 
um, is 520 pages. And usually those are like broken down even more than that. So for that to be that big, it's like pretty cool. I mean, and the print quality, the pages, yeah, the pages paper. Is, is very, they have like some of the nice. best paper in printing. <laughs> yeah. That's why they're so heavy. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a little tip. If you pick up a huge book and it doesn't really feel heavy, the paper is junk, uh, <laughs> but or super thin. It, it really does have, um, a, a, a really well-made book. It's it's split up great, and since Rick Remender wrote it all, it's it's cohesive. You know? Yes. Um, and then I read them, so I I kind of split it up a bit as you know a more budget friendly and uh, a little easier approach to this, especially as a blind buy. I bought it as Fear Agent Final Edition Volume One, which is a soft cover, and that covers the first two volumes of the book. And then I found a great deal when I was out comic book hunting. And they had the the other three volumes for cheap. So it doesn't matter how you read these stories. We can recommend the hardcover editions. But again, it's about reading the stories that matter. Yeah. And, you know, seeing the artwork as it was intended of uh, is, is a great thing. But uh, again, just capturing the character and falling in love with the character, I think, is you know, exactly the most important thing here. Yeah. So that's how we read it. And I guess now we can talk about kind of what what's Rick Remender been up to, Ramos? Like, how, what, what's his origin there? Uh, I mean, Rick Remender is, you know, sometimes people say, oh, they're a writer, artist, or writer, creator. He's just a writer, but he's really good, right? <laughs> um, because I think he picks up on, he, he kind of writes stories like how I would want to write. You, you pick up on all of the things that you like. Mm-hmm. in this genre he's very sci-fi he's very um he's very passionate about it yeah other dimensions he's very like universal and then he takes everything he thinks is cool with that and he puts it all into his characters and you really like see that because even when you're reading it you're like this character is sort of a combination of this person and that person that person that person sure. so it is cool to say all right you know this is like star trek and star wars and india jones and uh, you know, Buck Rogers and a little bit of um, Blade Runner or something. You know, it's like he put all, he smashes all that together. Um, I know Rick Remender also as a Captain America writer. Yep. He's, he's really done well on that title. In fact, they're coming out with a new omnibus collection for him. Yeah, see, he finally gets an uh, omnibus. Yeah. Which is a really big Marvel, deal for writers yes. to be like, you're collecting my work, you know? Yeah. Um, so he's going to have that. He, yeah, wrote, he has, um, uncanny X-Force. He has that in yeah, omnibus. Yep. That was okay. Yeah. Was yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. It was, it's very different, but you know, that's all right. There's very, uh, definitely a big following for that. Well, you one. know, they pull artists, or, I'm sorry. They pull writers in like him and they yeah. say, flip the script a little. Yeah. You know, that's, that's the big issue is yeah. take these It's characters. a creative challenge. Yeah. <laughs> well, especially someone like Captain America, you know, it's yeah. like write a wacko story and make it you know because we still want meaningful. it to be a rick remender story yeah but we want it to be rick remender meets captain yeah. america <laughs> okay i mean if they said here rick write something about world war ii i don't think he would be okay with that it, yeah. you know they 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 do follow their strengths and, and that's his strength sure um, and then he did like uncanny avengers and, and that was cool uh, black, si- black, black si- science black we science. mentioned that low tokyo ghost the scumbag and deadly class is one of his all-star ones oh, yeah deadly class. Um, i still want to read that is that image uh that is uh, dark uh that is uh, image i did it 
image. <laughs> yeah. So he's definitely uh, one of the, when we talk about like upcoming like writers and artists and mm-hmm. things like that, he definitely falls in that. Yeah. Category. He's a young guy, you know? Yeah. It's only like 48. Jeez. And, and that's kind he's of the fun thing ways. too, is to, to find a story that is either recommended by someone like us. So go get it. Um, and then while you're reading it, you kind of start really enjoying the, not necessarily the characters, but you enjoy like the style, right? So it's cool to actually find a style. And now that you know that sure. you're like, I'm going to look and up I all guess, the Rick um, Remender Yeah. Just here. some, uh, um, little, uh, tidbits or Easter eggs there. Um, for a Rick Remender, he also worked on the Iron Giant, Anastasia, the Titan AE, and the Adventures of Rocky and Bully one call series. So you might have seen some of his work and just not know it was Rick Remender. That's, you know, that's funny because now that I remember that when I was reading this originally, because this is my second read through, um, I looked him up and I was like, oh, he, he wrote Iron Giant. Right. Like, yeah. I was, I was like, like, Iron Giant, that's my childhood. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that was awesome. Right. That was great. Right. So, it, you know, he's pushed genres and that's amazing that he's jumped mainstream. And, yeah. Um, but I think at heart, uh, he's a good comic writer. Yeah, really, for sure. Because he can do his imagination is wild enough to be able to try to contain on pages. You know, I think he can, he'll go far. Cool. And then I guess now jumping to the main story of what is fear agent, we jump in to this, um, we're wacky of of (laughs) sci-fi venture. Now that we've made it wacky. (laughs) Heathrow. That's the main character. Yes. Heath. Heath. Yeah. They reverse. Ferdo yeah. is Heath a lot. Yeah. I love his name. Heath Huston. Yes. That or Houston. Heath Houston. I, I say Houston. Because he's from Texas. Yes. <laughs> he's got a belt buckle from the in the state of Texas, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the story follows. I mean, it jumps right away into him just being out in space, you know. So you get the idea right away that this is um very much like not in Kansas anymore. No. So. I mean, it pretty much opens right away with just him uh, surviving. He, he starts right? out very bounty hunter like. Yeah, by like lone, like alone. Yeah, alone. Yeah, sure. And so I was like, "Oh, okay. This is you know we've we've seen this before, but let's see what the the new take on it is and whatever." I guess to mention, we should mention the artist um, Tony Moore, and let me get the other one quick. Um, and then, uh, Jerome Opinia, um, the, the work they do on this art definitely complements Rick Remender's like vision of this book. Yeah. And that's the other, you know, it's, it's very bright, like it's yes. very crisp. Um, I think Rick Remender has a, just a little, just enough quirkiness to kind of pull that off. Oh yeah. So it's not, it. It has moments or it's I'm very gonna, serious, yeah. but yeah. Or it gets like a little spooky or like maybe a little like alien gore. Right? Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah, a little bit <laughs> like he's swimming in it. Uh, yeah. But then it comes back to the story and it comes back to the writing. And then yes. you realize that he's got, uh, you know, a million other characters that he can just introduce. And uh, really he keeps the narrative going. Yeah. Um, I have to just do a little shout out to like the fear agents costume. I think it's awesome. Yeah. It's it's very, 
it's very iconic the way he made it. It's simple. Um, it's sort of like a Ghostbusters. It has that feel yeah. to it, except you just put That's it in right. orange. It, yeah, it's like a jumpsuit. Yeah, an orange jumpsuit, and he's got like <laughs> boots with spurs on them. Which yeah, is hilarious. And a jetpack. And uh, a huge jetpack that just looks like a big rocket. Like, yeah, it's a and then, yeah, rocket. and then he has like attachments he can put on like his gun or whatever. Yeah, his little vest and stuff. Um, and then he has like a like a a hip holster. So mm-hmm. he, he kind of has that cowboy feel, you know, like a space cowboy. Um, yeah. And then you find out through the story that he is um, a fear agent and yes. that other creatures and other aliens know him. Like when they see him, like yeah. you're, you're agent. the fear agent. Yeah. So <laughs> that, I think that's where that bounty hunter feel. Yeah. Comes from, right. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you recognize them by their just their suits yes the way and he like takes a mission you know and says oh okay i'm gonna go you know tackle this task like a any like bounty hunter or anybody who's trying to get reward is um and he sometimes screws it up (laughs) 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 or he does the job but with other consequences that follow up with it (laughs) like he does job by like blowing everything up yep um and he always he always like stumbles through it and he's always like mumbling about oh yeah and he's uh, always he tries to always be drunk yeah (laughs) he drinks a lot where's my whiskey kind of thing (laughs) yeah (laughs) um and he kind of has the the texas mentality he does yeah so it, it is it is part of the story that he takes the takes the don't mess with Texas and he brings it out into the right. universe. And we're, we're not saying we're no experts on like Texas mentality, but like that's what it kind of portrays. I guess <laughs> if you were to take someone and say what would be like a really good gunslinger out, you know, like, yeah. okay, fine, let's go with sure. the Texas trope. Yeah. Um, but I think that was so cool because it's very clashing against like cultures and things like that or and very like inserting yeah. yourself into this culture. Yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, nope, <laughs> we're just going to shoot you because he doesn't even have like a translator in his collar or anything to no, like, he understand. Just, he screams at people. <laughs> he just screams at people. <laughs> so, you know, you, you also get um, really nice moments in the right. comic where he does like flashbacks. Sure. So while the story starts out Typically, you know, stories like to just throw you right into the action. Yes. It's a good way to start. It's a good way to hook the reader. It is. It's very different because um, when we were reading this, um, the first two volumes are like action, like kind of telling you who Heath is mm-hmm. and what his world is. The third volume um, is his origin story. Yeah. And that was like, oh, And that story okay. is called The Last I, Goodbye. The I, Last I Goodbye. Really like so it, yeah. it definitely... Makes you appreciate where he came from to go to this point at the beginning of the book, mm-hmm. um, which is very different than what I'm used to, like traditional like comics and stuff like that. So I thought that was very interesting how Rick Remender planned that out. Yeah, where he, you know, he did the he did it the right way. He made you love the character first. Yes, and then he brought it back down to right. this I, is why the character is acting. Sure, the way he and I is. guess that you know you you kind of it's it goes against that cliche of doing the origin story first and then doing the character. Yeah, it's nice to change it up. Yeah, and you know the other part of the the story is uh, there's a I don't want to ruin it, but there's a little bit of time travel in it. You know. Yep. That's a that's a good sci-fi. sci-fi oh, story. spoiler! Time travel. <laughs> yeah, happens. spoiler alert. There's a sci-fi story, and it has to do with time travel. <laughs> okay, uh, <laughs> got it. Yep. I'm in. 
And that's really what drew me to the story okay. too when I was first reading about it. It was yeah. is all the sci-fi and then of course the time travel. And then of course it was like looking at some of the art, just flipping through. It's like, yeah, I'm in, you know. I guess what I so I don't know about you, but I get tired of reading and watching time travel these days just because time travel is an easy thing for people to do. So when he did time travel, I was a little off put by it, but he doesn't spend like the whole entire book talking mm-hmm. about time travel. He just does it for like a wide, a couple chapters, I think. Yeah. I, you know, issues. I'm with you on that and not to like get on a soapbox or anything. No, but, that's all right. <laughs> uh, I think time travel is used as number one, uh, like an easy out crutch that writers can do when they write themselves into a corner and then they're like, oh, let's do yeah, time travel and I feel that. change this. Mm-hmm. So that's one way to do it. And I think that's maybe why some people get really like burnt the, out. <laughs> and the other way to do it, I think, is to talk about time travel and and just give so much like data about it that it goes over a lot of people's heads. Oh, absolutely. Um, like my wife will not even allow like time travel talk. It's just like, it's, <laughs> like it, it just is annoying. And it's, yeah, it's, it's, you it's, you it's, definitely if you're gonna do a time travel <laughs> story, you have to your head <laughs> you have to simplify it and make it fun. Well, you have to do it in a way nobody else has done it. Or you just have to and immerse have to, it in your story so much. Yeah, make sure it's part of the story for a reason. You know? Yeah. And if you're going to do a flashback is different than time travel. And time travel itself yes. is, you know, has to have consequences. That's why people like it. Yeah. You know, I sure. think the first thing people always get to when they think of time travel is like back to the future. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like his photograph, like disappearing through the course of the movie. And they're like, sure. see, there's consequences. Yeah. And, and that just makes it like a, um, like a, a topic that you should do or that you shouldn't do because yeah. oh no don't mess around with right that, you know? yeah now your whole story <laughs> and there's up. definitely consequences and things that follow up when he does you know in this travel. in this book yeah so that was really cool to see that happen yeah yeah and well it, very well thought out it also showed that there are much stronger uh forces and much stronger aliens out there yes than humans because this could have been just like uh Humans are the greatest yeah, race. Yeah, or just race like humans and, uh, fighting and, and other people universe. fighting. And, yeah. You know, and what are the like, stakes? No, you're just a peon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you? What is there to lose? What is there to you know gain? And if you're trying to right a wrong, okay, maybe then it's worth it. You yep. know, uh, pull at your heartstrings a little um, bit. Just a little uh, um, quote, I guess, uh, or one of the panels. So. Um, Heath is like ter- chasing down this monster and everything. He, he fights him and he kind of runs one runs off the monster a little bit. And then he goes, set phaser to cowardly monkey. <laughs> <laughs> and that's kind of the humor that's brought about to this book. <laughs> yeah. And, and it is funny. He brings up some other, I, uh, it might take me a little while to find the panel, but it's like, he's talking to the reader a little bit. Yeah. So he mentions things a lot. Like he'll say, he does you know, a lot of narration. Yeah. yeah. Like in the future, they said you could just press a button and, you know, get whatever food you want. Yeah. He's no, like, that doesn't work. <laughs> and if it did, it tastes like cardboard. And, yeah. You know, so it is it is fun in that way. You get a little bit of that Iron Giant, you know, humor, I think. Sure. Other, other black science humor. Yeah. Where yeah. It's just like 
you think, oh wow, well, why don't why don't you just do this? And then all of, he immediately answers your question for right. you. Right, <laughs> and he gets nervous and he gets scared. He's a he's a very imperfect character. Yeah, and that's what's really fun about it um, to kind of see his flaws and and how he deals with them. And he always just or says, lack of <laughs> he doesn't yeah. deal with them. He just represses all. Like it'll work out in the end. It always does. <laughs> Some, something will happen. Yeah. I, I I've got tricks. <laughs> yeah. So that's this. It's really it was a really fun read. I will say. Um, going through. Okay. Yeah. It was a really yeah just fun read. Uh, definitely a lighthearted, not super complex sci-fi story. Um. If you get to vo- like, yeah, the first two volumes, it kind of like takes you through the story. Third volume gives you the origin. This origin story, just to touch on that, when you get to like volume three, this is like super tragic. <laughs> well, you know, and there, I, I guess we should mention there are some adult themes in here. And there, there's yes, there are. Yep. Uh, uh, drawing and stuff sure, like that, yeah, so. don't let ordinary kids read these. <laughs> read, read it first. <laughs> read it first, yes. Um. And the art, art's incredible. I um, it definitely complements the story. Um, a lot of different aliens and stuff that you've never, not never seen so much, but uh, really fresh designs. Yeah, and how they interact, of course, with the storyline and why they're there. You know, you always have to think when a writer's adding something into a comic, they don't have as much space and time to develop as you would think, right? Yeah. So they, they don't usually put in a monster or a villain and have them do nothing for, you know, 10 issues or sure. they, so they, the action has to keep going. And then everyone that's thrown in here, there's, there is a purpose to them, whether they pop up later on, or if it's just part of like pushing a different emotion that Heath has, yeah, you know, or, or building his character just right. a tiny bit more. Yeah. Um, I do like that. His facial expressions is, you know, they really make him. Just oh, like, solid. Yeah. yeah I saw crazy. the scene. Yeah. Totally. It it is funny because you see him like frantic, you know, and you're like, I would be like that too, you know, like, so he's a big bounty hunter, but you know, he's, he's frantic just like, yeah. And then he, he tries to have heroic moments and they just kind of epically fail. (laughs) (laughs) Like in front of everybody. Yeah. (laughs) So he's always looking for the hero moment, even in the darkest of times. He's always looking for him. Um, so yeah, we definitely recommend Fear Agent by Rick Remender and we, uh, no matter what edition you pick up, if you stumble upon a hidden gem like the hardcover edition or you get the the soft cover final editions or just the regular trade paperbacks. Yeah. As long as you enjoy the story, that's what matters. Yeah. Leave a mention in the comments how you how you like it and what you think. This is Andrew Bellaner and Chris Ramos signing off.